How is it possible that it's already August? We hope you are enjoying your summer. Back by popular demand is our AirPods Pro giveaway. Members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts, which you get by becoming a member. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of August, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code bonus content, one word, at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code bonus content. Thank you for your support. It's August 3rd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Former President Donald Trump is scheduled to appear at the U.S. Federal Courthouse at Capitol Hill before a federal magistrate judge. This appearance comes after his arraignment in Miami on charges related to mishandling government documents and obstruction of investigators. The indictment accuses Trump of being at the center of conspiracies aimed at obstructing Congress's role in ratifying the 2020 Electoral College outcome. The hearing is expected to be heavily secured, and Trump will likely enter a not guilty plea to the four count indictment. His defense team has accused the Biden administration and federal law enforcement of conspiring against him. The trial may take place before the election but the final decisions will be made by the district court judge, Tanya Chutkin. The leader of the coup in Niger has rejected pressure to reinstate deposed President Mohamed Bazoum and criticized the economic sanctions imposed by West African leaders as illegal and inhumane. He urged the people of Niger to prepare to defend their nation and refused any interference in the country's internal affairs. The Economic Community of West African States, or ECOWAS, has imposed severe economic sanctions and threatened to use force if Bazoum's presidency is not restored by August 6th. The coup leader's defiant stance has escalated the standoff with ECOWAS. Despite the regional bloc's hardline response, military-backed governments in Mali and Burkina Faso have expressed support for the coup. Western countries have condemned the coup, fearing it may lead to increased instability and allow armed groups linked to al-Qaeda and ISIS to gain ground in the Sahel region. The United States and European countries have started evacuating their citizens from Niger amid the tensions. Former Vice President Mike Pence criticized his former boss and his crackpot lawyers after Trump was indicted for attempting to overturn the 2020 election. Pence asserted that Trump was surrounded by people who only told him what he wanted to hear leading up to the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. While acknowledging Trump's presumption of innocence, Pence strongly opposed any attempt to put oneself above the Constitution and expressed his commitment to fulfilling his duty on that day. The debate intensified when Trump argued Pence was unaware of his powers as vice president and Pence responded by stating that Trump and his advisors asked him to reject votes 
and essentially overturn the election. Pence is currently running against Trump for the 2024 Republican nomination. In other news, Disney's decision not to air the high-profile series Ataturk, dramatizing the life of Turkey's founding father, has caused uproar, with Turkish officials accusing the American network of yielding to pressure from Armenian groups. The show's cancellation, originally set for broadcast on Disney Plus to mark the 100th anniversary of the Republic of Turkey's founding, led to an investigation into claims of lobbying by the Armenian diaspora. Ataturk, a revered figure in Turkey for founding the modern secular republic, has faced criticism for his state's embrace of the perpetrators of the Armenian genocide during World War I. Turkey disputes the genocide label, but Disney's decision has sparked controversy and opposition from both Greek and Armenian activists. North Korea has confirmed that it has custody of Travis King, a 23-year-old soldier who crossed the border from South Korea on July 18th while on a guided tour. The UN command responsible for policing the demilitarized zone has sought information about King and received a response from North Korea indicating a possible readiness to negotiate. King had served two months in detention in South Korea for assault charges before his border crossing. As the U.S. and North Korea lack diplomatic relations, negotiations are typically conducted through the Swedish embassy in Pyongyang. The detention of King presents a diplomatic challenge for U.S. President Joe Biden as he is the only known American citizen in North Korean custody. Mongolia's prime minister visited Washington and expressed the country's intention to deepen cooperation with the United States in mining rare earths and critical minerals. These resources are crucial for high-tech applications and President Joe Biden's efforts to promote electric vehicles and combat climate change. Mongolia already has ongoing cooperation with the U.S., as outlined in a Memorandum of Understanding signed in June between their mining ministry and the U.S. State Department. Oyun Erdin emphasized the importance of maintaining good relations with both the U.S. and China, which holds most of the world's rare earth deposits. He warned that a new Cold War between the U.S. and China would have severe negative effects on the global economy and urged major powers to act responsibly. The Prime Minister also mentioned potential talks with Elon Musk from Tesla about investment and cooperation in the electric vehicle sector and space. Mongolia is keen to enhance its democratic values and strengthen ties with the U.S. due to its proximity to Russia and the repercussions of the Ukraine invasion. The Biden administration's focus on engaging with Asian countries is seen as a strategy to counterbalance China's increasing influence and its partnership with Russia. In lighter news, Kimberly Kimmy Cola Winter from Maryland earned a Guinness World Record for the loudest burp, female, when she let out a belch measured at 107 decibels. Encouraged by her YouTube and TikTok followers, she attempted the record live on iHeartRadio's Elliot in the Morning show in a soundproofed room. Winter's preparation included experimenting with different foods and beverages, and on the day of her attempt, she had coffee and beer with breakfast to ensure maximum belch volume. Her record was just shy of the male version set by an Australian in 2021, which was 112.7 decibels. 
That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.